0: I would want this person to be the person that I'm with in the end. But I'm also not completely attached to that idea. Obviously, this is on and off. So we disconnected and he had a child. So it's not, that's, it's, it's, you know, is it, what is it for me to say that that would be the reason that, oh, he's not my soulmate.
1: If you had to sum up your relationship in one word, what would it be? Does crazy Mm -hmm. feel like a familiar pattern to you?
0: Yeah. I'm crazy. My family's
1: crazy. My upbringing was crazy. When you think about that healed version of yourself, Mm -hmm. does the word crazy get included in that? If you've had more than one relationship, chances are you've been where Tamara, aka... Hi, my name's T. Currently is. Stuck in limbo between, should I give up or should I dig into this relationship? So I workshopped that question with her, and you get to hear it, and I mean all of it, on this episode of
2: Lovers and Friends, lovers and friends. I'ma take you on a trip, baby, I don't pretend, I said, lovers and friends, uh, I'ma hold you down, down to the end, I say. Hi, hi, how are you?
1: That's how my aunt always used to say hi. My name is Shan Boudram. I'm a certified intimacy educator who's been working in media to start necessary conversations about sex, love, and relationships for 15 plus years. Now, I'm not a therapist, but today I engaged in a therapeutic exercise with our guest Tamara, who again, you might know as T, a singer, podcaster, comedian, and content creator best known for her work on Wild and Out and her wild Viral videos.
0: Ah! What? Thanks, Dad. I'm gonna cook. Go for you, I'm gonna cook. Go. Fuck me in the ass! I just can't go to certain places because I like, am banned. Not everybody can handle my condition!
1: Now, in full disclosure, when I reached out to T, I thought that this was the version I'd be getting. I first heard her on Tim DeLeghetto's podcast and I was dying at her boldness. But I think, given the sensitivity of the topic at hand, she came with a much different energy that really shocked me and I hope surprises and endears you too. So for those of you who are not familiar, here's how lovers and friends, a podcast works. When I reach out to guests, I don't pitch topics. I say, what's on your mind when it comes to sex, love relationships, dating, what story do you want to share? In this particular case, what was kind of interesting is that I reached out to T, I got in touch with her manager And her manager was very clear that T is very private and very protective of her private life. And so the topic had to be mindful of that. But then when we got on the pre-call to really nail down our direction, T just opened up and was like, I am in this 12 year private relationship, even though she has a million plus followers, a very public life, she has maintained privacy in this 12 year relationship. And this is a person that she had her first sexual experience with. It is her first love. But now she's at a place where she genuinely is conflicted between wanting to dig into this love and wanting to get out of it. And that's essentially what she wanted to cover during our time together. Now, I share that because I think you're going to sense, as I did, almost as soon as we started actually recording, that she was also battling with Another conflict. Equal parts wanting to be open and wanting to talk about it while also wanting to be very protective of her relationship.
0: But the only reason why I'm like explaining my answers is because I've been defending this relationship for 12 years. Yes. To everybody I have the conversation with. People are like, I don't like him anymore. Leave him. And it's like, okay. But also, are you married? Do you have a soulmate? Have you ever been in a long-term relationship with somebody? Have you even had a deep connection with somebody? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to not to finally have the conversation, honestly, with somebody who, I mean, your husband, you have a husband, You that's your soulmate from what I understand. That's my fucking top pick. Period. Yeah. You have kids. Yeah. Here's your house. So I don't have those conversations often with people where I feel like I don't have to defend myself. <laughs> so sorry if I'm defending myself. <laughs>
1: And you're going to hear a lot of these conflicting emotions all throughout this discussion. So that to me doubles us down on our mission. And to be clear, our mission is to keep these opposite truths in mind at all times without judgment in order to hear, not project where she's at so we can help her assess where she wants to go with things. Also, let's note that T has volunteered herself to be used as an example of what this
2: should I stay or should I go?
1: exercise I strung together could look like and sound like. But as always with this podcast, the real point here is to give you jump off points to improve your intimate life. So the goal is that you'll listen to this, take some of these questions and conversation starters, and apply them to enrich your own relationships or the relationships of those people who you are close with and you have influence over. All right, now that we've gotten our mission statement down, before we formally go through this, there's three things that I want you to know about my frame of reference going into this guided exercise. Number one, and this is a point that my fave Esther Perel made in one of her books, I can't recall which one, in essence, she was reflecting on how culturally for our parents' generation and older, there was so much societal pressure for people to stay within the romantic partnerships beyond inconceivable breaches of trust, incompatibilities, and lack and lapses of love. But our generation has overcorrected in many ways. And now we're in the opposite end of the spectrum where our finger is never too far from the trash button. Oh, that person cheated? Trash oh, that person missed your birthday, trash. Oh, you mean to tell me that you told them what bothers you that one time and then they repeated it and they didn't change immediately? So in my line of work, I am very cognizant of this and I make a strong effort not to lean too heavy on the just leave them advice because one, I get that it's not that easy. And number two, I also have tons of empathy for the fact that we're not taught how to love and how to be in romantic relationships. And as a result, most people are not that proficient at it, which means that a lot of the problems that you are facing in your existing romantic bonds, if you leave that connection, it's likely going to be a similar brand of issue that will pop up in the next one. So at some point, you got to stick it out somewhere with someone and work through your shit. And if reasonably and safely possible to do that with the person you already have an existing romantic connection with, why not? The second thing that I want you to know going into listening to this piece is, I just think one of the worst reasons to stay with someone is because of this. With him, I feel
0: like he's my soulmate. When we talk about it, I ask him, you know, why is that? You know, and it's, well, cause you've been my soulmate before. And you've been my and we've been soulmates over and over again, you know,
1: I just think one of the worst ways to describe a romantic addiction is through terms like soulmate and twin flame that essentially explain our unreasonable attachment to things like it's cosmically destined or written in the stars. You can still find value in that instant connection, but it's not a justification for the lack of connectivity with your genuine higher purpose and higher self that you feel. And that's also another point I wanna make when people say, you know, we've met in a past life. What's on the other side of that? Who's to say your past life was good? And furthermore, every movie I've ever seen before where people die and have to repeat life over and over again, it's usually because their previous attempt was shitty.
2: But to get what his heart wants most means living this day over again till he gets it right.
1: And lastly, in my conversation with T, the word try came up a lot. He's trying and every time
0: there's like something new. But it's like, oh my gosh. Like So he's how- trying to try. <laughs> okay. Maybe that's what it is. Like how patient do I have to be for you to get to the point of I guess my full my, You know, I don't expect him to be perfect, but by 12 years, it's like, you shouldn't. You know me. You know me, so you know what I want. But yeah, he says he's never going to stop, and I asked him, I'm like, you know, even if I'm, what if I get married to somebody else? What if I have somebody else's kid? Then what? I'm not going to stop.
1: That's fascinating. I had a ex-boyfriend who had two other kids, actually, and it was a long-term relationship. I lived with this person. It was on and off. I, he was my crush in high school that I was obsessed with. And then we had this awful relationship. But then I, he said the same thing to me. Have you ever seen the TV show a Different World before?
0: Um, yeah, but I don't really remember. There's a
1: particular it. part where, because there was, the wit I can't remember the name. So wit- there was the dude with the glasses that flips up and the girl with the southern accent. Mm-hmm. And they had this on and off relationship. And then she got married and he like crashed the wedding.
2: So long as you both shall live. Will you? Oh, I love you and if you'll have me I want you to be my wife <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Hey, I'm sorry Byron I love her <laughs> <laughs> Will you have me Dwayne As your lawfully wedded husband from this day Forth to having a home and richer For poorer baby please Please
1: And I remember when we broke up he sent me that clip Like you know this is gonna happen I got married. He wasn't there. Okay. <laughs> I was, was going to say where is he now? I at the wedding. That's not to take away anything, but just as you said, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's just something, if someone's trying to try and it's like, I'm never going to stop, well, it's like, I'm giving you a chance to start now. And here's a point that I really want to drive home. I think that it's okay. As a matter of fact, it's actually quite beautiful to try and stay with someone who is trying to stay with you too. But not all effort is created equally. For example, if I ordered a hamburger, but the chef made me Brussels sprouts, but they really tried their best on these Brussels sprouts. Now, out of courtesy, I might not send it back the first time, but the second, third, fourth, that shit keeps coming out as the wrong order when I clearly specified exactly what it is that I was looking for. I'm not a happy customer, and furthermore, I'm not feeling bad about that. Not all effort is created equally. Also, no rain checks on effort. I'm not interested in hearing about the work that you're going to do down the line in the future if present you hasn't even gotten out of bed yet. And if we put in the work to develop the language to express our needs and our boundaries and the confidence plus communication skills needed to effectively communicate those to others – we've earned the right to tell someone that their effort is not affording them our gratitude, our time, or our commitment. All right, now that I've gotten those things off my chest, I think we're ready to move into T's interview. Now, I'm going to pop in periodically to help guide our session along, but essentially, I went through four mini exercises with T that I pieced together using a number of sources. And so all the questions, plus activities, plus links, I'm going to put for all of you in the show notes. Are you ready? Let's go into it.
2: Should I stay or should I go?
1: Section one, framing. Tell the story of why you should stay and why you should go. Hi. I'm thrilled about today. <laughs> I want you to know this is the very first time I've ever done any interview with Mm -hmm. a pen and paper and printed activities why did you feel like you needed that because i felt like based (laughs) on the conversation we had in order to ground this and make it useful for you it Mm -hmm. had to be something tangible Mm. because this is a long-term relationship yeah and you probably had a billion discussions both with yourself and with other people so Mm. now it's like okay like how do we bring everything together to give you more clarity well i appreciate that (laughs) That to be said, here's my interpretation of what we're doing today. And I want to be on the same page with this. We are assessing whether or not a relationship that you've been in is the right Mm -hmm. long-term fit for you. Yeah. So to start things off, I just wanted to understand your connection a bit more. And so I asked you to tell me two stories, one Mm -hmm. story that shows exactly why this is your person.
0: Maybe just even like the first day we met, I felt like I knew I was getting, I was 15, so I was with my grandma. I was getting dropped off by my grandma. And my grandma's like, my grandma's like my first soulmate. Like, she's like my actual, like the love of my life. <laughs> so she's sitting there, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and he's walking up, and I'm like, <gasps> and I see him like, oh my God. And my grandma's like, oh my God.
1: Let me back it up. Your grandma was mm-hmm. dropping you off for the first date? Mm-hmm. Okay. There we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Amazing. Yeah. And she wanted to make sure that he was normal. And I was like, if he's not normal, we're going to go. Like, we're going to leave. Because I didn't know him. Like, I just, we had mutual friends. But yeah. And then, and then um, when we got in the car and we were on our way, he just touched the back of my neck. And then I just felt like this, like, electronic thing go from, like, the top of my head, like, down my spine. And then it came up my stomach. And then it was like this breath, but I've, I, I still feel that with him. Like on our good days, he brings a lot of feminine energy out of me that I don't typically feel with other men.
1: What would be a story that you're like, I would tell this to myself over and over again, five years from now, if we broke up and we weren't speaking anymore. And I wanted to remind myself why we are not made for each other. Cheating, lying
0: on both ends. And we got to a point where we were trying to open our relationship. And things just started getting really ugly. I think we were being very spiteful during that time. And that whole space and time would make me think, oh, this isn't my soulmate. And now we're still here.
1: To the we're still here part, do you feel like the thing, the, the reasons that you broke up are now resolved or those still linger?
0: They linger. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're trying to work out.
2: Should I stay or should I go?
1: Section two. Tell me the things that make you love, love. Things that make you a positive, motivating force within your own life. This is a question just to kind of ground where we're at right now. The thought of growth. Do you approach that from a space of worthiness? Yeah. Yeah. There's the things that I'm like
0: still working on where I'm like, oh, I know I can improve. Or I could be better. And that's something that I'm carrying with me from my past. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would say because if your answer was no to this, like I don't feel a sense of worthiness, sometimes this whole thing is kind of pointless because Mm -hmm. it's difficult to assess whether or not to stay in a relationship or not if Mm -hmm. you wouldn't even stay in a relationship with yourself.
0: Oh, no, I'm great.
1: Yeah, good.
0: (laughs) Good. There's things I got to work on. I'm not perfect. Nobody is perfect. But you're like,
1: nah, I'm worthy. But I'm worthy, yeah. (laughs) To me... I think the mistake that a lot of people make when it comes to relationships is they focus so much on the other. But I think in the best situations, it's when you fall in love with yourself more. Like, I love me more because of the connection I have with this person. I love life more. I love my future more. So (laughs) think about like five things that you're like, this is the parts of me that I love and I want to protect at all costs.
0: Right, yeah, I am crazy productive when I'm at my best. When I'm in the works of like working with my past trauma. Because there's times where I'm like, Well, that's just me the the best version of me would to be i i haven't gotten there yet would but it would be to be like completely healed another way that i would know that i'm at my best i'm actively hanging out with my friends
1: you want to go here you want to go there yeah 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 let's go (laughs) all right what is your vision for your future i am completely
0: healed from all my past traumas my past relationships i would be situated with all of my businesses I would have a healthy marriage healthy children
1: that's funny because i watched your clip with you and britney renner and she she was talking about kids you wish you were a mom no okay i wish <laughs> i had it in me to want to be a mom <laughs> so i didn't know that you wanted kids that's funny
0: yeah i do want them i just uh want them in a specific way
2: yes yeah
0: i don't want them just aimlessly <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Should I stay or should I go?
1: Section three, answering the hard questions. So I looked up how to decide if you should stay or leave a relationship like the song I played a billion times says. And here are some of the most thought provoking questions that I came across. Again, this list and some more are in the show notes. If you had to sum up your relationship in one word, what would it be? (laughs) Crazy. Does crazy Mm -hmm. feel like a familiar pattern to you?
0: Yeah. I'm crazy. My family's crazy. My upbringing was crazy.
1: When you think about that healed version of yourself, Mm -hmm. does the word crazy get included in that? I don't know, passionate,
0: actually not crazy. I think it would be passionate.
1: Cause when I think of crazy, I don't think negative. Mm -hmm. I think manic and Mm -hmm. manic is really high highs and really low lows. Mm -hmm. So passionate to me could go underneath the same definition.
0: Mm -hmm. It could, yeah.
1: When I think about the future of my relationship, what do you typically feel? I I have a sense of hope. I'm like, oh, I hope we work it out. I hope
0: we can get it together. I hope we could just be on the same page.
1: Are you your optimal self when you're with your partner? Are you nice? Are you productive? Do you give to others? Are you in the process of healing? Are you physically proud of your choices? Are you in community with your friends?
0: Yeah. Yeah, when we're together, though, I'm also, I'm also like I I, t- I said, I'm very feminine. So with him, I kind of, like how I'm like very like woohoo by myself. When I'm with him, sometimes I'm not so much like that. <laughs> not the Mario woohoo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, this is a quick question. Do you feel appreciated by your partner? Sometimes,
0: but I feel yeah. I feel like everybody has that, right? Sometimes you go, just, you just start, you start really feeling unappreciated sometimes. Do you feel appreciated by your friend here? Well, yeah, but she hasn't been with me for 12 years.
1: Do you feel appreciated by your grandma? Yeah. There's just some people you can answer yes or no to. <laughs> so sometimes leaning on no or sometimes leaning on yes? More times, um, no. Simple question. Have you tried hard enough in this relationship? Oh, yeah. I've probably tried too hard. That's the fastest thing that you've answered so far.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you said it was a simple question. <laughs> but I guess when we take into consideration the fact that he's inviting you to be more of the version of yourself that you love and you're not bringing that to the table, mm-hmm. is that an example of a way that you're not trying hard? Or Wait, what do you mean? Because you were talking about like my optimal self is when I'm a little bit more woohoo. Ooh, but mm-hmm. with him, I'm not like that. But he's told you you could be right. So is that an example of a, a space that like you're not putting in the effort to meet the relationship where it could potentially be? Well, after
0: you said that, I was like, actually like, yeah, because it would help me with my communication if I was more Woo-hoo, like how I want to be, um, because it w- if I just got more comfortable, I could communicate better. And so I'm still learning how to do that.
1: Do you need his help or that's something that you can do on your own?
0: It's something I could do on my own.
1: Okay, well I guess you could try harder then. Yeah, I there just have go. to open
0: up my throat chakra <laughs> a little bit.
1: How will my life change without this person? Without him? I'll be so sad.
0: Like We don't even have to be in a relationship, he was, he's, but he's gonna be, he has to be in my life.
1: I meant like, I'd lose some friends, I'd be in a different financial position, I'd not have a car anymore. I'd, oh hell
0: no, everything I do by my own. No, my life wouldn't change, but that's because I'm very like independent
1: in regards to this relationship, because it's been 12 years. Mm -hmm. If you were to give yourself a note 10 years ago to give you advice on this relationship, what would you write?
0: Just go. (laughs) But I'm also like, is that realistic for myself? Because I could read that and be like, girl, I'm not going nowhere. I don't care what this letter says. I love that man.
1: I think I know the answer to this question. If this is all there is, will it be enough? You knew the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. You knew it was no. Yes. Oh, yeah. No. Even though it's better than it's been in a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like he'll have a whole different answer. He's happy where we're at. He's like, we're so we're in such a good space. And I'm just like, get to the point. Let's. What are we doing at this point? You know, I'm just kind of just done. I'm. I like. I told you. I'm just tired. You know. Of just stupid stuff. And yeah, I could communicate better, but there's a lot of things that, you know, I just kind of need him to catch up to me now, almost.
1: Yeah, to be honest. The roles have a flip from day one. Do you ever wish that you were in a relationship with someone else?
0: I don't know who it would be, but sometimes I wonder if like there is another person, but, but then no, because I want it to be him. I wish, you know what we talk about? I wish I met him now. I wish I met him now. Not at 15. I wish I met him now because it might be different.
1: People think about things in like to-do lists often. Like, oh, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want to this. So if we think about you right now in a relationship that is enough right now, what's the to-feel list? What do you want to feel?
0: I want to feel loved and appreciated. I want to feel valued. I want to feel like a queen all the time. I want to feel comfortable and secure. Yeah.
1: it's a good list. I think if you took this list at bare minimum, if nothing else, this at the end of today, and then wrote out action points underneath each one, like what is loved and appreciated? What would he have to do? The three things that he could do today to like satisfy that. Mm-hmm. Maybe see if that could be a starting point. Because mm-hmm. I think it's nice that you have a partner who's like, I'm, I'll never stop trying but I feel like you deserve to be with somebody who's trying the way that you specifically need.
2: Should I stay or should I go?
1: Section four, I'm leaving you because, I'm staying with you because. I found a research article about an experiment conducted in 2017 called Wanting to Stay and Wanting to Go. Unpacking the Content and Structure of Relationship Stay-Leave Decision Processes. And in this article, they had people respond to prompts based on common reasons people stay in relationships. So in this lightning round, I asked T if she's staying with her on and off again lover for a number of different reasons. Then she responded one of two ways. One, yes, this is why I'd stay or two, no, this is not a reason why I would stay to each of the prompts. So let's get started. Would you say that you're staying with the person that you're in love with because of the emotional intimacy? Because you feel close with this person, you have a great connection, you share an attachment, a bond, a friendship. Yes. You have emotional investment. You don't want to lose out on all that you've already put in. Oh, yeah. You guys have obligations to each other's family. Like No. You love their personality. Yeah. Tell me about that week, yeah. Okay. (laughs) 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 Enjoyment You got a lot of fun together We're just in the funky space Right now So
0: We've had fun I want to have more fun I want to have my kind of fun now The adult version of me now You know Mm -hmm. We're spending so much time trying to work it out Trying to figure it out It's
1: not really that fun So do I put an X or a check mark beside enjoyment
0: That's not why I'm staying No that's not why
1: I'm staying because it's not fun right now. Emotional security. This is the person that you go to to feel safe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like how you think of your grandma. Yes. Physical intimacy. The sex is bombed. The cuddling is bombed. The touching is bombed. Electricity is there.
0: Why is all everything gotta be bomb with you? You're like, it's bomb. sorry, <laughs> it's
1: bomb. It's bomb. I'm a fucking old millennial. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: it's bomb.
1: <laughs> Obviously, right? Twelve years. It better be. <laughs> I mean, actually, that's one of the one of the first things to go when it gets rocky with people.
0: Really, mm-hmm. it's never been rocky.
1: It gets better over time. Financial benefits. No, that's not why I'm staying. Compatibility. You have the same interests, same hobbies.
0: Um, We only have one similar, like we only have like a couple of similar interests. Maybe not even one, just a couple. So that's not the reason why I'm staying, no.
1: You're concerned for him. Yep. Optimism. What does that exactly mean? Hope. Oh, yeah. Validation. He makes you feel good about yourself. He makes you feel worthy. That's not what I'm saying. Dependence.
0: I'm dependent on him?
1: hmm Yeah. In a sense. Comparison of alternatives. What does that mean? Means like, I'm in this relationship because I've seen what else is out there, and this is probably the best that I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah. We're together for social connections. Like, we've got similar friends. We are... No. Absolutely not. For comfort. Yeah. Reluctance to change. No, I like change. Long-term orientation. Like, for example, I see him as being a good dad. Yeah. Self-improvement. Yeah. Social pressure. Friends and family are telling you guys to stay together. Yeah, right. It's like the opposite. Everyone's like, what the hell are you guys still doing? So there's no social pressure. <laughs> yeah, no.
2: Should I stay or should I go?
1: Section 4.5. Same exercise, except now flipped. I gave prompts on common reasons why people leave relationships, and T responded with, yes, this would describe one of the reasons I would leave, or no, this is not something that we struggle with. So let's head back in. Would you say that you'd leave the person you're in love with because of your partner's personality? A little bit, yeah, just a little. Breach of trust. Yeah. Yeah. Partners withdrawal. like You don't feel like they're fully invested. Yeah. Conflict. So this is a reason again to leave. That mm-hmm. there's too much arguing. We aren't getting along.
0: Not right now. No, we're fine. We don't argue.
1: Lack of validation. You don't feel heard, understood. Take, you feel taken for granted.
0: I feel these ways, but I know that he's trying too.
1: Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what you feel I think is more important. Okay. Unless you don't trust yourself.
0: No, I mean, I know that I, if I'm feeling like, I'll feel like, oh, I'm being, like, I'm not feeling, like, appreciated as much. I'm feeling I'm taking, I'm being taken for granted. And then I'll just go on like that for two weeks and not say anything. And then he'll be like, what is wrong? Like, we need, you need to communicate with me. I know you're feeling this way and you're just not saying anything. And I keep, like, going on that. I'm like, okay, he's trying. But then I'm like, but I'm not, but I'm i don't feel i don't feel valued
1: so yeah i would leave for that okay right all right lack of financial benefits
0: i mean yeah you know i could be with somebody who's got more money i could Mm. so i could leave for that
1: lack of enjoyment yeah i mean yeah problems with long-term prospects one person wants kids the other doesn't one person like Again, when we go back to that future that you have, I know you're like, if he could be my person, he'd be the perfect person. Mm-hmm. The question is, does he want that future that you want? He does, but it's taken him too long to get there. So, yeah. Inequity, you would leave because you feel the relationship is one-sided or unbalanced? No, it's not one-sided. Your partner is too demanding on you? No, not as much anymore. It's probably the other way around now. Is this person hindering your self-improvement? No. Last one. I guess it's actually the perfect last one. A reason I would leave this relationship is because it has violated my expectations. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. That is the conclusion of our...
2: Should I stay or should I go?
1: Exercise. And if after all of this, you're feeling a little unresolved, that's perfect. Because the goal was not to make like a game show and pressure her to process and produce a result on the spot. It was to give her things to reflect on alone or with a therapist. But most importantly, and hopefully, with the lover in question. So good luck to T. And we'll see all of you next time on
2: Lovers Lovers and Friends.
1: Oh, come on. You know I wasn't about to end the episode there. Even though, in theory, we really should. But again, T has graciously volunteered herself as an example case study for us to utilize. And so I want us to take it a step further and assess. And again, this assessment is not a judgment, nor is it a recommendation. It is just a reflection back on what we heard and what we would do if in her shoes while acknowledging we're not in her shoes or in her partner's shoes. And we're still missing so much context. And the next decision is hers to make. And hopefully what we're about to share gives a little bit more coloring. Um, and if not, stop listening right now, T, cause you don't need to hear all this. I think that what you needed to gain is what you got. But for everyone else, I thought it could be valuable and interesting to hear some reflections back from the community, wisdom from the crowd. So in regards to T's scenario, here's what some of you said. I honestly think that she's not happy She's just holding on to history. I feel they talk about their partner with a softness, even though they're tired and fed up. It's such a bond that just isn't ready to be broken or lost. And even though they're wanting more and expecting more, they're receiving just enough. And just enough will keep you when you really want it to work. And it can be very difficult to leave the person who knows you that well, who's watched you grow into
2: and out of those habits and into the new woman that she is now my instincts are telling me that this person is going to stay but that they're not going to stay for long the fact that this other person wants to continue trying are reasons to stay i think she will stay given that that shared history
1: they should definitely either take it to the next level, live together, or part their ways. It just sounds like this relationship has fulfilled its purpose in this person's life, and it's time to go and be able to discover themselves more and be the best version of themselves that they want to be. When you asked her to write a letter to your younger self telling her what to do, and she told her younger self to leave. To me, that is her subconscious giving herself permission to leave. I would ask if this relationship brings any kind of nostalgia because of how she met him. So that makes me question if she connects this relationship with the love that she feels for her grandmother. After listening to this, it sounds to me that this person is going to stay. However, I most definitely think she should go. 12 years is a long time to be unhappy, but 12 and a half years is much worse. I would much rather be alone than lonely in a relationship with someone else. So I do hope that she chooses herself. It sounds like she knows that she should have a breaking point, but she hasn't hit her breaking point yet. They're holding on to this relationship more so because of the fear of
0: there not being anything else out there for them.
1: And they need to work on their own trauma and heal from their past relationships, as we mentioned. She's happy. She's annoyed. She understands the reasons why she should leave, but she lights up when she talks about her partner. And lastly, here's what I shared with T at the end of our conversation together. As I'm listening to you, if I'm listening as a friend, if you came to me and you provided what you provided today and I looked this over, Mm -hmm. I would say you clearly want to give this one more try. (laughs) Right. Is that fair? Yeah,
0: I've on my last try, but I've been saying that for twelve years, so who knows?
1: I feel like that's the one thing that you know. I think you know. I mean, obviously, there's something about that, but when you're not, when you're so exhausted and you just can't anymore, you're just gonna know. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you still know that there's something that you could do differently. Yeah. So the only thing that I think that we've identified here, which I think is really beautiful. Because you're very clear on what you want. But what it sounds like to me is possible is that you don't share this version of yourself with him.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, the right. maybe not in the right way. Yeah. But this isn't groundbreaking, like, for him. So. What's this? Like, everything that we discussed. I just don't know if he believes me. Because I've been here for so long. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he really you know, thinks I'm ever going to leave him alone either.
1: But I think if you change the goal to like, this is what it takes to keep me, but instead like this is what it would take for me to actually be happy Mm -hmm. in this relationship and for me to be aligned with the version of my best self. Because yeah, I've proven that no matter what you do, I'm loyal and I might stand by you. But as somebody who loves me, I'm telling you the way that you've been doing this thus far is actually stopping me from being the best version of myself right so I'm asking you to do this not from like a standpoint of selfish but like because I I want you to want what's best for me Mm -hmm. and it's really in your control to make some changes within yourself and how you treat me in order for me to get that so I just think from that standpoint maybe he might see it differently right because and I love what you said I think that's actually a beautiful thing to share of like when your immediate reaction, I'm like, when this person is not in my life. And that's, uh, there's a pro and con with that because the fact that you guys don't have mutual friends, mutual property, a mutual dog, like you actually are very, for a 12 year relationship, you're very lowly invested in each other. Mm -hmm. There's positives with that because it's like, wow, despite the fact that we don't have these heavy investments, I still wanna be with you. Also, there's a question of like, why is there so little overlap in our life if we eventually wanna be complete life partners? Right. But the fact that the only thing that would change in your life if he left tomorrow is you'd be sad. (laughs) That's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) It's a testament to him Mm -hmm. and the connection that you have. But it's also something for him to be aware of, of like, how does that make you feel as a partner? Yeah. So I feel like you take this to feel list. You put some actionable points underneath each one, like concrete things. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like, really specific to feel appreciated. I want... To wake up every day to a good morning text. Like even I know it sometimes feels tacky to put things really clearly like that to people. Yeah. But it's a helpful if, if being vague, if being expectant, if holding grudges hasn't worked for 12 years, mm-hmm. just try to be prescriptive. Right. Um, if you put a couple action points to each thing and then he, if he told you that he wants to try and he's going to try forever. It's like, well, don't wait till forever. Start today yeah this was wonderful how are you feeling?
0: me too I feel good I'm I'm just happy that uh, we got to have this conversation and I could like I guess kind of I feel like there's like a little release for me so I'm like I can start structuring things out for myself and trying to involve him in that and see if like we can get to the next level of stop trying to make it work and actually just working
1: You know? Or accepting that it's not going to. Or yeah, that. But then what? Then you're going to continue to be really nice and productive and give to others and work on healing and make choices to make yourself proud of yourself and hang out with your friends. That's true. That's what? (laughs) If there's someone listening to this, what advice do you want to give or what do you hope to take away from this conversation? Um,
0: I think... Yeah, I think doing this, you know, doing this with someone that you trust or a friend or doing this by yourself. I think that's what it is. Being not only communicating with your partner, but communicating with yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. Which you're really great at. Oh, thanks. I try. <laughs> you try and you give results. <laughs> so that's the kind of effort we like around here. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> Lastly... I asked T for an update. You know, I think that was about 3 weeks ago that we initially had that conversation and I said, "After all of that, where are the two of you at now?" And here's what she said.
0: So, now it's a month later and after the podcast, me and my partner have gone through many ups and downs, but we've communicated and we've discussed where we're going to go and if he fits my bigger picture and we have decided that we're going to stick it out and we're going to continue on and we're committed and we're figuring things out
1: huge shout out to tamara aka t aka hi my name's t who you have got to listen to on spotify on apple wherever it is you listen to music please go and search her up as t phenomenal artist she had a song called free that literally I used to run to every single day um, during my first pregnancy when I was capable of running at the time and I said that to her in person I'll say it again I'm inspired by your art and I'm grateful for your time here and if you feel also grateful or curious about tea please go into the show notes in addition I have an episode with her on hot tea which is her podcast that I believe is also dropping this week so you can go over there and listen to more of the conversation that we shared together this was obviously a very unique structure of Lovers and Friends, of podcast. And I would love to know what you thought of it. So a great place to do that is in the rate and review section on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. I read those weekly, regularly to get feedback um, and also to make sure that you guys are actually doing it. Because as you know, I like to put the pressure on because those rate and reviews, those comments go a very long way in telling the world that this podcast matters to people and is starting important conversations. And if those sentences ring true for you, put your, put your money where your mouth is. If I wish I could think about what's the other thing I could say, put your fingers where your mind is. Type it out. Speaking of out we out until next week, next week's episode. Ooh, it's, it's a heavy one for me. And I am really excited to share it with you.
2: Lovers and friends, I'm going to take you on a trip, baby. I don't pretend. I say Lovers and friends, uh. I'm going to hold you down down to the end. I say, Lovers and friends, uh. Lovers and friends, yeah. I said, Lovers and friends, uh. I'm going to hold you down